everyone. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Don't act like you were just being rude to me. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Backstage Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke. <laughs> and I'm Ben. <laughs> and we're going through things right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Stonks. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> Did you say stonks? Yes. The heck is stonks? Stink, stink, stonks. No, <laughs> stonks, but stonks. Like business stuff. Don't even speak anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. So. Uh, yeah. We're gonna do, uh, this is probably gonna be a shorter episode because there wasn't a ton of information about our choices this time. So hopefully next week there'll be more info. But, uh, yeah, but, um, it was recently Yvette's birthday, so we took off last week to do that. It was really fun, so, yeah. So we just, we took off a week. We posted on our Instagram about it, but... You know, just... I'm old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yvette just turned fifteen. Whoop whoop. Bang, 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 bang. In April, <laughs> in April, I'll be able to learn how to drive. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's that's debatable. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Yvette, do you wanna do you wanna start? No. You can start though. Fine. We made an agreement that you would start and I would go after you. I don't you. remember that agreement. You start. <laughs> so, the musical I chose was Wicked, which is one that we've actually seen. Yeah, we saw it together. We, we saw, saw it at the Pantages. Yeah, did we see that for your birthday or for Christmas? I don't know anymore. I think we saw it for your birthday one year. I think your mom took us all to see it. Possibly. Yeah, it was really good. I really, really liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. Yeah, me, Grandma, and my mom. <clears throat> yeah, that was fun. Yes. Hopefully once COVID's over, we'll actually be able to see Hamilton. Yes. Or six. Or six, or something. Just something. <laughs> <clears throat> We're feeling depraved. But, yes. yeah, our problems are so, are so great. I hope that stays our only problem. But you know what? I don't appreciate what you're saying right now. I'm trying to say that we're actually hashtag blessed. Stop speaking. You stop speaking. You're so rude to me. Uh huh. (laughs) So, anyways, um, this is how we love each other. By the way, I just want everyone to know that. Bold of you to assume I love you. Anyways, <gasps> how could you, on the air, you would disrespect me like this on air? You know what? I'm just going through something <laughs> really emotional right now, and you wouldn't get it. I literally, you literally talk to me about your problems all the time. I mean, <laughs> Olivia's been gone for forever. I know. Olivia, we miss you. We need you back. 
Hi, come back so I have someone else to tell my stupid problems to. Thank you. It's okay. I enjoy hearing about your problems. No, you don't. Well, I don't because they're problems, but I enjoy... No. I enjoy trying to attempt to help you with your problems. Okay, let's move on. Let's start with the actual facts about Wicked. So, this musical is the prequel to The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And Wicked was made based on a book by Gregory... Greg... Gregory? Gregory? Gregory Maguire. (laughs) That was cute. (laughs) Thanks. Gregory Maguire uh, called Wicked the life and times of the Wicked Witch of the West. The musical was written by Winnie Holzman. And Wicked follows the story of Elphaba, better known as the Wicked Witch of the West, and Galinda, better known as the Good Witch. Elphaba, Elphaba's the green one, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the story takes place in school where Galinda and Elfie were actually best friends. This, well, after the rivalry thing. The story starts with Elfie going to Shiz University with her sister. They were roommates until the headmistress took a liking to Elfie's sister, and Elfie was forced to become roommates with Glinda. And they began as rivals in class, but soon turned into best friends. Uh, They go to meet up with the Wizard of Oz, who casts Glinda as the good witch, and Elfie as the bad-slash-evil witch, uh, uh, before beginning to know their actual personalities more, deeming... Elfie evil because of the way she looked. This leads to an even bigger rivalry between the two, including a love triangle. Wicked, oh my gosh, Boiled (laughs) Down is a story about love, loss, hatred, envy, and the inability to accept change. Elphaba is the Lady Kermit. (laughs) I want you to think real hard about the statement you just said. Lady Kermit? Please stop speaking. Forever. <gasps> Commit loose vocal cords. Rude. Thank you. <laughs> so rude. So you the, see what I have to deal the, with, people? The, 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 speaking. The original Broadway cast of Wicked has Christian... Kristen? Christian? Kristen? Kristen Chenoweth as Glinda, Adina Menzel as Elphaba, Robert Morse as the Wicked... The wizard, the wicked, wicked. (laughs) as the wicked. (laughs) I swear, if you say anything, I will kick you out of this. I didn't. Oh my! (laughs) No, I mean about the name I'm gonna say right now. Oh, okay. I need you to have maturity. (laughs) Okay, continue, continue, continue. Oh, a few days ago was the anniversary of when Jane died. In oh, real life. All right. Okay. <laughs> I think it was yesterday, actually. She's talking yeah. about one of the characters in Six, by the way. Or one of Henry VIII's wives. Jane Seymour. The only one he truly loved. Rude. Okay. Anyways. Uh, Norbert Leo Butts as Piero. <laughs> Please. What? Wait, say that name again. <laughs> you heard what I said. Yes, I have the mind of a five-year-old boy. Itchy. His name that's his actual name? Yes. Norman Norm Norman Norbert Norbert Norman Seymour Buds. <laughs> I wish you all could see 
I wish to not <laughs> eat breathe. that right now. <laughs> okay. So Norman Seymour. Norbert. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Norbert. I'm I'm actually like I'm not even trying to like I'm not even trying to be funny right now. Like I keep saying Norman on accident. Norm it's Norbert. Norbert. Yes. Norbert Seymour Metz. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Michelle Federer as Nessa Rose, which is Alphaba's sister. Uh Carol Shelley as Madame Morrible. Uh John Horton as Dr. Dillamond and Kirk McDonald as Bach. Bork. Not Bork. <laughs> Bjork. 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 <laughs> Get a dog named There's Boris. a singer he named Bjork. Bjork Peppermint Patty. <laughs> Bjork Peppermint Patty. Okay. Okay. So, since opening in 2003, Wicked has been performed in over 100 cities in 15 countries around the world. Why did I say it like that? Okay. <laughs> uh, Wicked will be selling, c- celebrating its 18th uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked will be selling its 18th unibrow. That's all I heard. Celebrating its 18th university. What? Anniversary! (laughs) (laughs) I'm really struggling today. (laughs) It's okay, you're doing great. Wicked will be celebrating its 18th anniversary on Broadway in fall. In fall, okay. Cool. Wicked has been seen by over 55 million people worldwide, making it a very popular (laughs) (laughs) musical. (laughs) Popular. You're gonna be popular. Uh, The story was created over multiple readings and workshops. Schwartz wrote the role of Glinda with Christian Chenoweth in in mind. (laughs) She played the role from readings through to broad from the readings th- all the way through to Broadway. Uh, Stephanie J. Block played Elphaba in the readings and workshops before Adina Menzel was cast for the Broadway version of Elphaba. Wicked first premiered in San Francisco. After watching the whole show, they made multiple changes, including recasting the Wizard. Wicked first opened at the Gershwin Theater, where it continues to play. Wicked has a total of 21 songs, including popular hits, such as Defying Gravity, As Long As You're Mine, and Popular. Defying Gravity is really cute. There, the Is For Good? For Good is in Wicked, too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. There were two girls at my high school talent show that sang that song together, and it, they were best friends, and it was really cute. They sang it Aww. to each other. It was adorable. That's cute. Yeah. Also, I was reading <clears throat> about Defying Gravity, and the part where she, like, goes up, she's actually standing on a platform, but they used the lighting and her outfit to make it look like she's not standing on anything. And it's like a metal thing that locks around her waist. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. So, now we're going to do the fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Beep, beep, beep. Okay. Then. I need to make, like, a little, like, noise thing so that I don't annoy no. everyone. No. I need to make, like, a fun facts thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that. Oh. Anyways. Anyway. 
The idea for Wicked was thought of on vacation. I already put this in there. I don't know why I put it twice. Stephanie Block was the first alphabet. Wait. Um, what was the first one? Wicked was... Uh, the idea for Wicked was thought of on vacation. Really? Yeah. Interesting. The creator was reading the book, <coughs> and he was like, oh, this has to be a musical. <coughs> Excuse me. So <coughs> happen. You're dying. I don't know what's happening to me. Corona. <coughs> I don't have corona. Corona. The COVID <laughs> virus. <laughs> okay. Wicked has been popular since it first aired among, like, people, but critics didn't like it. Really? I don't know how that worked. Critics were like, mm, no. Not but normal we're fans were just like, oh, this, this is pretty great. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Wicked's really popular now. Like, really yeah. popular. I feel like... I, I know a lot of people that have seen that that play a lot. Hasn't Becca seen it, like, several times? Probably. I'm pretty sure she's seen it several times. Anyway. My mom's probably seen it a few times. <clears throat> yeah, I know a lot of people that have seen it quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, both Kristen and Adina were nominated for the Best Broadway Actress in 2004 for their performance of Wicked. Good. Well deserved. <laughs> Menzel missed her final performance due to an in- injury. She fell several feet through a trapdoor and had to be rushed to the ER, still in her makeup and in her dress. Oh, this no. led to the rumor that the role of the Green Witch was cursed since the movie actress suffered from severe burns while filming. Oh, yeah, in the original Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah, they, yeah, that's like a legend within the Wizard of Oz community or whatever. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. You wear green, you cast. <laughs> Shrek must be <laughs> really <laughs> in bad shape. Shrek the musical. I will be covering that, by the way, so Olivia, get ready for it. <laughs> She's going to want to murder you. I'm fine with that. The show requires enough light, like, energy for the lights to power 12 homes. What? Yeah. That's insane. Think about how much energy that takes. They do, a normal musical does, like, nine performances a week while they're touring. Wow. That's a lot. That's nuts. Yeah. That production probably takes a lot of money. That's a lot of hamsters on a lot of wheels. <laughs> That's not how energy works. It isn't? <laughs> Tube City. Am I right? Please stop. <laughs> Tube City. <laughs> that is such an underrated scene in The Office. <laughs> Okay. Um, a film adaptation of Wicked is said to hit theaters next year, so it's gonna be like the Hamilton one, where people thought it was gonna be an actual movie, but it was just a recorded version of the show. Uh, but Manzel and... I 
misspelled her name. Chris, Kristen. Chenoweth, yeah. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I misspelled her name. It says Crytan. Crytan. <laughs> Aren't Good old Crytan. <laughs> Aren't expected to play their roles in the movie since they were told that they were too old to play them. Ugh, that's sad. Yeah. That's ageism. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. That's, it is. That's lame. It is ageism, kind of, but at the same time, they're supposed to be in university. Yeah, I get it. I I mean, yeah, that's true. It's just such a bummer, because they're both so good. Yeah. They're, like, I've only listened to their soundtrack, and it's, it's like, to me, at least in my opinion, it's so far superior to any of the other ones I've heard. They're just both so amazing. It's such a shame that they can't act in it just because of their age. Yeah. But I, I understand, though. It, it does make sense. Yeah. I'm sure they'll still pick good people, <clears throat> though. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the people they choose will still be really I good. I nominate Samantha Polly for the role of Alpha. Who? She plays Catherine Howard on Broadway. Of course but she, she does. But <laughs> she said that if she were to play another role on Broadway, she would want to be Alphabet. Really? She actually has a really good voice. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she does. There's, yeah, I'm sure. She, there's a video of, like, all of them doing a harmony together, and she hits a G5, I think is what it said it was. Wow. That's, wow. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming it's really cool. It is, it is really, (laughs) that's really rare. Yeah. Not a lot of people can do that. And she held it for a while. It was. Yeah, that's very rare. Not a lot of people can do that. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so, at her second audition for the role of Alphaba, Adina Manzel's voice cracked really badly on the ending high note of Defying Gravity, and she started cursing, (laughs) (laughs) and went home in tears convinced she had lost the part, but the directors found the mistake endearing and thought that it proved her even better for the role of Alphaba. She eventually (laughs) was cast and went on to win the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical for the role. Wow. So that just proves even if you mess up, if they think you're good for the part, you can still get cast. She totally. Cracked, That's just hilarious. Like, hecking heck. <laughs> hecking heck. <laughs> it's like that one girl on on that YouTube video who like she tries to sing a Whitney Houston song and she keeps cursing because she can't get it. Right. <laughs> oh man, good times. So, <laughs> That's the end. That's it? Yeah. All right. There wasn't right a lot on. of stuff. Hey, that was that was a significant amount of stuff. I'm proud of you. Good job. Whatever. Good job, Pookie. Thanks. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> okay, anyway, so. I don't want your jelly. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so I did Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, I did Mary Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> That's such a great scene. Uh, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, man. If you don't know what we're referencing, watch The Guardians of the Galaxy, because that's, like, oh, that's an amazing... I think it's in the second one, actually. Oh, so good. Guy. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That was okay. That was uh, that clip was used in I think all of the videos that I researched. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, or at least two of them. 
That's amazing. Anyway, okay, so yeah, I did Mary Poppins. I did the original movie, not Mary Poppins Returns, although I do make reference to that. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to say as a disclaimer, the sources I used, I watched three different YouTube videos. I got, um, and then I did look on Wikipedia a little bit. <laughs> Listen, listen, Wikipedia is normally trash, okay? Because anyone can do, anyone can edit it. But I I did fact check the actual facts and they were accurate. So, you know. You're supposed to use Wikipedia's resources, not Wikipedia. I did use Wikipedia's resources. Wizard. Anyway. <laughs> So, okay, the, so the videos I watched, uh, most of my facts are from videos. So the, the videos I watched were Sci-Fi Wire, titled Mary Poppins, Everything You Didn't Know, Cinefix, uh, Mary Poppins, What's the Difference, and then Miss Mojo, Top 10 Facts You Didn't Know About Mary Poppins. Miss Mojo. Those are the three videos I watched, so just wanted to credit those people, because don't sue me. Um, (laughs) okay, so. My information comes from a bunch of different resources, so have fun figuring that out. Yeah, cool. Okay. (laughs) This is all on the internet. I don't even know if we have to do this, because it's all on the internet anyway. I just like to credit the YouTube people, because I feel like I'm just taking their stuff. So, you know, I should probably give credit to the people that... I don't watch any videos. I just go on websites. Maybe I'll start watching. Well, no, for the sixth one, I watched videos, but a lot of the information I got, I had already known from other videos and stuff that I had seen before we even started this. Well, there you go. Also, sorry if there's a lot of background noise. We had to record in my room, and there's, like, a lot going on outside. We keep hearing motorcycles and stuff, so sorry about that. There's no way for me to fix that, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, Okay. go outside and slap motorcycle Billy. Yes. Okay. So... Uh, the film, uh, Mary Poppins, is set in 1910, and it's about a nanny played by Julie Andrews who comes to take care of the Banks children. Along the way, they meet Bert, played by Dick Van Dyke, and go on a magical journey through all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can watch it. It's on Disney+, Plus. so, yeah, live your dreams. Um, Mary Poppins is both a film and a stage musical. It was directed by Robert Stevenson and produced by Walt Disney in 1964 and was based on a book series by P.L. Travers. There's also a second Mary Poppins released by Disney in 2018 called Mary Poppins Returns, which stars Emily Blunt and Lin-Manuel Miranda of (laughs) Hamilton. Uh, Many say the sequel is just as good as the original. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's really good. It is. Yeah. Yvette, yeah, you saw it, huh? Yeah. You liked it? Mm-hmm. I really want to watch it. I mean, Lynn was in it, so of course I Yeah, of course it, you've seen but... it. But... Yeah. Yvette loves Lynn manuel Miranda. Yes. She's obsessed with Hamilton also, which she'll be covering eventually. Yeah. I'm <clears throat> obsessed with musicals in general. It's yeah. an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Some say issue, others say... Issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I... I was talking to one of my friends and they were drawing something for me and they were like, oh, how do you want your hair to be in the drawing? I said, I don't care. And then I, <laughs> they were like, okay, a ponytail. And I'm like, you know who else has a ponytail? They're like, Catherine. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's 
an issue. Okay, maybe it is an issue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do you, boo. Okay. Um, so, da, 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 where was I? Okay, Travers was very reluctant to sell the rights to her book to Disney, and she held out on him for 21 years before she finally agreed to let Disney make a movie. Wow. Supposedly, she was a really crotchety and difficult to deal with. She, she was really crotchety and difficult to deal with. <clears throat> um, she initially wasn't even invited to the premiere of the film. Wow. Disney, however, was very persistent with uh, the rights to Mary Poppins because Peel Travers was his two daughters' favorite author, and they made their dad promise to make a movie out of her books. They loved Mary oh. Poppins. Um, and he wanted to keep his promise to his kids. So at the time of the film, Disney had only been known for his, uh, at the time of the film, Walt Disney had only been known for his cartoons and had not ventured out into live action films. When Travers found out Disney was planning to cross the cartoon world with the live action film of Mary Poppins, she stormed out of the room in anger. Disney gave her a call afterward and tried to ease her mind of the idea. And she did calm down about it but she still wasn't happy she was so against the animation that she ruled out any adaptations to any of her other mary poppins books in the future the soundtrack of the film was written by robert and richard sherman and began writing uh and they began writing music for the film before the rights were ever even secured into agreement travers fought the making of the movie the whole way through because she was upset that they made Mary Poppins prettier, younger, and more sympathetic than her original character. Like, dude, come on. It's a kid's movie. <laughs> Get over here, you little rat! <laughs> the demon Mary Poppins. The demon nanny of Fleet Street. <laughs> Get over here, you fetus. <laughs> uh. Um, uh, Travers demanded that all romantic insinuations between Mary and Bert be removed, which in hindsight was probably for the best. That's just unneeded in a kid's movie. But it's interesting because she put a lot of romance into the original Mary Poppins, and it's kind of weird that she didn't want it in the film. Maybe she thought that they would make it more about the romance than the actual nanny part. Maybe. That's very possible. Uh, she wanted the original soundtrack to be a bunch of old-timey music. So, thanks for saving us, Disney, on that. Um, she and Disney had such a hard time agreeing on decisions for the film that they approached her with, that when they approached her about a sequel, she immediately refused their bid, and that was the end of it. Uh, there was uh, there is a film that came out in 2013 called Saving Mr. Banks that highlights all the drama between Travers and Disney. It's a really good movie. Um, I, I saw it. I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> um, I tried to watch it, but I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like your kind of movie. But it's I, I personally really liked it. If you If this interests you at all and you like a good dramatic movie, it's, it's a good one to watch. Um, uh, da, da. Okay. So when Julie Andrews was approached to play Mary Poppins, she was three months pregnant and was unsure about taking the role, but Disney approved a hold on filming so that they could um, begin after the birth of her daughter. Disney was in New York and went to see her perform in her show Camelot and offered her the role as Mary Poppins. 
the film did extremely well in the box office and remained, remained one of Disney's highest grossing films for the next 20 years. And it's to this day one of the most beloved Disney films, and it's pretty much the launch of... It was pretty much the launch of Disney's success. Wow. Disney was sued um, over the Sherman Brothers song Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, which is a word they thought they made up at camp when they were kids, but it turns out there's a song called Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. (laughs) <laughs> by Gloria Parker <laughs> by Gloria Parker and Barney Young that was made and released in 1949. Um Disney won the lawsuit though because he was able to prove that there were pre-existing variables of the word before 1949. Um Travers continued in her disapproval of the film for the rest of her life even after the success of the film. When she was approached approached about a stage adaptation for the film, she insisted that only British cast and crew be used and no one that had worked on the film uh, could work on the play. She had very, very strict demands. She was not easy to deal with. She seems like a pain in the tush. <laughs> she, was, she was kind of a rat sack. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, fun facts. Fun facts. Please stop. (laughs) Why are you so rude to me? Because it brings comedy. (laughs) No, just because I like being mean to you. Well, that's that's rude. I'm going to let it slide because you're wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas shirt and it makes me happy. Thanks. But next time I won't be so nice to you. Okay. So, uh, this movie was Andrew's debut role in film. Which is kind of crazy because I definitely thought that The Sound of Music was her debut film. But she made Mary Poppins before The Sound of Music. I don't know why I thought that was her first film. Anyway, uh, she performed on Broadway and had a few appearances in television before Mary Poppins. But Mary Poppins was her first official film role. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Broadway. Yes. Yeah, she, she had a lot of Broadway shows, actually. She was in Camelot. Um, and then, yeah, she, uh, Andrews appeared on Broadway as Liza Doolittle in My Fair Lady, and she was nearly cast in that role for the film version during, um, that it would have been during the time of Mary Poppins. Um, but they went with Audrey Hepburn instead because they believed she would have more box office appeal. Um, Andrews won the Best Actress Oscar for her role as Mary Poppins. Wow. She did the entire bird whistling part in the song A Spoonful of Sugar by herself. Hmm. Uh, Betty Davis was meant to get the role before Andrews and was before... Betty Davis was meant to get the role of Mary Poppins before Andrews was ever a possibility. Angela Lansbury and Mary Martin were also considered. Those are all old actresses. I know you won't know who they are. Um, (laughs) uh, The movie was filmed in Burbank, California, the set was really interesting they would have real trees but fake blossoms on them made of paper so they would like have a real tree why in the room but then they would use fake i just thought paper oh what's that movie there's some movie that me you grandpa watched together and the dad goes around and he's stapling leaves onto the tree. <laughs> what? There's a scene where the dad, I think it's, 
stapling leaves onto a tree? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm trying to think of what the movie is. It's like his daughter is getting married to this super wimpy guy and he hates him. And they have the wedding at their house. And somehow grandma had been to the church they got married at. What? <laughs> oh, you mean Father of the Bride? Yeah. Is that the... There's a scene stapling where he's stapling leaves, leaves to, a, to tree. a tree. I don't remember I that swear. at all. There is. I believe you. I just... I don't rem- I don't think that's in Father of the Bride. Really? I don't think so. Then what movie is it in? Stapling leaves to a tree? Yes. I have no idea what movie you're talking because about. Because it, like, snows and everything gets ruined. But he's trying to make it look nice and all the leaves fell off the tree. <laughs> that so sounds hilarious. I don't know what movie you're talking about. The tree. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's okay, we'll figure Just it out, continue. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out afterward. Okay, we'll figure it out afterward. Okay, um... So this isn't really a Mary Poppins fact, but it's interesting. Um, There were many times after Disney made Snow White where the company struggled really badly. When they released Bambi, it didn't do well at all, and the company almost went bankrupt. Um, Mary Poppins' success is what enabled Disney to go on. Oh. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But, hey, they made it. Started from the bottom, now they're here, you know? I'm just trying to relate to you. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, Disney used to be, or di- sorry, Disney used the money from Mary Poppins to fund the land that they bought in Florida, which is now Disney World. Specifically, mm. it funded the monorail system, and there is a safety protocol, um, MAPO, on the monorail in honor of the film. MA for Mary and PO for Poppins. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's like their safety... Thing that they give you when you go on the monorail. Hmm. Um, Mary Poppins is one of the very few movies to maintain a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, Mary Poppins was the only Disney film to win Best Picture in Walt's lifetime. Um, they took home five Oscars for the movie out of the 13 uh, that they were nominated for. Wow. Yeah. It's That's crazy. impressive. Yeah. It is pretty impressive. <laughs> My throat croaked. Okay. Um, uh, The film and the book's characters are quite different. In the books, Mary Poppins is more cross, and and Mrs. Banks is the one who puts an ad in the paper for the new nanny, among other things. Um, In the movie, Mr. Banks sets out for a a new nanny, but in the books, it's Mrs. Banks. And also, Mary Poppins is really different personality-wise in the books. She's like... Like I said, she's more cross and more mean. But she's also like, I don't know. You should just you should look at the videos that I that I said in the beginning because they're they're pretty interesting. Yeah, go do your own research. Yeah, go do your own research. Gosh, why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, no, 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 no. I would have dinner with Judith. Okay, that's enough <laughs> out of you. <laughs> um, Bert is actually a combination of two characters from the book. The match salesman who dates Mary and the sweep. Both characters are brief. Wow. 
Mary is also in the uh, Mary is also in the books much more magical, like she's connected to a mystical world rather than setting out to help one family. She kind of introduces magic to the families rather than helping the families themselves. Uh, the actor David Tomlinson, who plays the father, Mr. Banks, voiced many other characters. He was the voice of Mary Poppins' parrot umbrella <laughs> and the, one of the jockeys that um, Mary rides next to um, in the cartoon world. Uh, Dick Van Dyke is one of the most lively characters in the film, and he dances a lot throughout the movie. Many people thought he was a dancer, but he is not. Just a very entertaining performer. There were a bunch of deleted songs. Um, the Sherman Brothers made approximately 30 songs for the film, but only a few were used. They made a song called The Beautiful Briny, which, which they later put into a different Disney film called Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Really cute movie, by the way. Um, which David Tomlinson is also in. The, the guy who plays Mr. Banks. Yeah. Um, there were actually several songs that they made for Mary Poppins that were used later on in, in Disney in other Disney films. That's cool. Yeah. Do they work with Disney a lot? Are they like their main music people? I think maybe at the time they were. I'm I'm actually not sure. Hmm. I don't know. Probably at the time they were. Cuz once I I imagine once they realized Mary Poppins' success. He probably kept them on to do music for other films. Yeah. So, probably. just yeet them. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dick Van Dyke got a lot of backlash for his terrible Cockney accent in the film. <laughs> he agreed that it was really bad. He called it, quote, the most atrocious Cockney accent in the history of cinema. Uh, he, he, he called that, he, he said that himself. Um, and made it, he, and he made a public apology for it, <laughs> but his accent, sorry, my accent sucked, <laughs> <laughs> but his accent coach for the film was Irish. And he said he quote, didn't do an, an accent any better than I did. Uh, he came second in a so poll. He's just going to come for his coach like that. I guess so. <laughs> just throw him under the bus. He yated him under that bus. Bye. <laughs> 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 he came second in a poll in Empire Magazine for the, quote, worst film accents of all time. Um, the polio vaccine inspired the song A Spoonful of Sugar. <laughs> that was a really random thing. Um, Matthew Garber, who plays the professor, was paid extra for scenes where he had to be up high. Um, when they, like, when they all floated on the ceiling in that one scene. I'm not sure why, but maybe he was afraid and just demanded more money. I probably would (laughs) have. I'm not sure why. It didn't really say why. Um, but, uh, okay. Uh, Most of the- How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Most of the applicants for the nanny position in the beginning of the movie are men in makeup and women's clothing. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I've been bamboozled. <laughs> You've been bamboozled. Um, Walt Disney attended the premiere of this film because he was so proud of it, which he usually did not. Oh, um, yeah. The entire film was shot indoors. Dick Van Dyke also plays Mr. Dawes, the old director of the bank where Mr. Banks worked. 
and he said he was so drawn to the character that he would play the role for free. Uh, the film inspired an episode of The Simpsons in, in the eighth season with a parody called Sherry Bobbins <laughs> and has spoofs of many of the songs. Sherry Bobbins. <laughs> in the book, uh, Jane and Michael are not the only Banks children. There are four in the books. They have, I think, a twin brother and sister. Four babies. Four babies. And that's all I got. Well... So, that yeah. was a heck of a lot of fun, wasn't <laughs> it? It's been amazing. It's been amazing. So, yeah, that's all the information about Mary Poppins and Wicked. Um, yes. We will have a new episode out for you next week. Uh, fingers crossed. But yeah. uh, we're going to try our best. But I don't think we have anything next week, so we should be able to record. Yeah. So we we will more, more than likely have an episode out next week. I'll keep you guys posted on our Instagram. As always, if you have any suggestions for plays or musicals or films that you'd like us to cover, please email us at thebackstagecast at gmail.com. Yeah. And follow us on Instagram at backstagethepod. And then leave a review on iTunes if you want to help us spread the podcast. If not, you know, yes. it's cool. We can just Do we can just perish. make our friends listen to it. It's fine. Do it or perish. <laughs> Do it or perish. <laughs> oh yeah. But um <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so thank you so much for listening. Um yeah, we appreciate all of you and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs>